Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris Tobias Harris To the Tobinator To those that know you well Which is not many people (laughs) Now sir, can I just... um, Make a comment. There's lovely shorts you've got on today. For those that don't know, Mr. Harris or Tobinator or Toby or whatever you want to call him, he's got some very striking Reebok, bit retro. Why are um, they striking? They're striking because what they've got, you know, like runner shorts, how yeah. they have the little slit up the side to allow you to to go. These are to like be faster. These are long shorts, but they still have the slit up the side. So as you sit down, sir, I get a bit of thigh. I normally use them on my nighttime job. So <laughs> <laughs> that magic mic job again. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's been a great week. My only thing is I felt lost on the weekend. It hasn't been a great week, Damien. No, it's been a good week. No, it hasn't been a good week, Damien. Do you know why? Why? Because there's been no rugby. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's been a good week, but yeah, then but it boom. It hasn't been a good week then, Got to it? the weekend and Although I Although there has been a, some NPC and I did see and there has someone... Been. Oh. But we're going to get to that. Ladies, New Zealand played Oz. Oh, did and they? I would like to say it was a great game, but it wasn't. New Zealand spanked the ladies, the Aussie ladies. Um, absolute um, disappointing game. Put it that way. Put it that way. What was the score? It was about 57. 50 to 7. They, wow. Aussie scored in the last minute. Wow. So that means that Thumping. Graham Hen- Sir Graham Henry... Yeah. It's doing a great and job. No, Wayne Smith. Wayne Smith, sorry. I mean, they literally do have the best coaches in the world. They've got Wayne Smith as head coach, Yeah, Graham Henry as assistant, Class. and Mike Cron. Yeah, wow. <laughs> who's the rugby, you know, scrummage guru, Swami. Guru Swami. <laughs> you know what I mean? So oh, I like that. They should do well. But we're, we're going to talk about yeah. that a little bit later. Uh, but we're going to move over to... Meshes from our supporters. Yes, I'll go first, shall I? Yeah, Jason Styles. Yes. Uh, so Jason has uh, emailed in and said, do you think Argentina can win in New Zealand? Should the Fozzie change the team uh, to beat the Argentine forwards? Also, who would you start, bench or get rid of? Now, I really like these. These are very good, and really this like, is the toughest one of all is, time. I saw it this morning, and I was like, oh, oh gosh. Oh, goodness. Um, 
Jerry Collins. What? Yeah. Jerome Kano. Yeah. Michael Jones. We're going to come back to that. Yes, we shall. <laughs> should we answer the first bit first? Yes, we should. I think our forwards against South Africa were superb. I think so as well. The way that they uh, flew into the rucks, yep. they handled the lineouts really well, and the scrum was solid. No changes needed. I totally agree. I don't think there actually needs to be any changes because what I saw on the weekend was what you've wanted to see for a long time. Correct. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, and, and I'm now starting to think that Scotty Barrett at five just has to play there. So it's whether or not Whitelock or Italic get the other shot. Yeah. And it's, isn't that crazy? Whitelock. Well, Sam normally plays at five, doesn't he? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Sam's been amazing. Yes. What a leader he is. Yeah. Um, Scotty Barrett at, at five is, is where it needs to be because – whether we like it or not, you need those hard, hard runners, and Scotty Barrett offers offers you that. And yes, he's, he's a just genuine a bit quicker than the other two, isn't he? He's yeah, a bit more but rangy, a bit just, more leggy, and he's just built like an absolute brick. His shoulders are big, but yeah. Retallic, he's got that head on him. The no, guzzler. I I think that Retallic is, is, is injured? injured. Yeah, I think Retallic might um, replace Whitelock when he's fit. But I think you've got to play Barrett there. Anyway, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't think you need to change anything. No. In fact, I'd go as far as to say I don't think you need to change anything other than maybe thinking about if you've got Richie Mwanga playing at 10, you don't need to have Geordie playing at 15. So you Who go, Will Jordan. Yeah. And Will I'd Jordan. say that, that'd be my only change to that side that went out and just say, yes. look, lads, you've earned the right to have another game. The so then why get up. rid of um, Jordy Barrett if if he earned the right? I think he's that, good under the high ball. Yeah, I, I just think got that a good kick on him. I think if you look into the future, if Richie Mwanga is kicking, I think the, the let's be honest, the reason why Jordy Barrett has been playing and starting at fullback is because of his kicking. Yes, because Will hasn't Jordan been kicking. Will Jordan is the best fifteen in the country. I don't think anyone would argue with that. But the problem being is you've had Bowden Barrett who can't kick. Yeah. Now, you've got Richie Mwanga who can kick. You don't need Geordie Barrett at the back. Maybe stick him on the wing if you really love him. But Will Jordan's got to start at fullback for me. And I think Joe Smith is going to agree with me. That's my prediction. Right. Okay. Who are you going to start? I'm not going first. <laughs> okay. No. i tell you what. I would... Get rid of Michael Jones. No, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah. no, you are too young. So uh, I'm answering this question. Yeah. You can answer it after me. Right, okay. You're going to get rid uh, of Michael Jones. Are you going to let me finish? Wash your mouth out with salt. In fact, no, wash your mouth out Mouth out with razor blades. Awful uh, decision. Well, that's too far. There you go. Okay. Um, I would start Jerome Kano. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And I'd bench Jerry Collins because Jerry Collins in that last 20 minutes, if he's coming on with tired bodies on the opposition, oh, my Jesus. Do you remember when he, what, what he did to that guy from Wales? Oh, mate, he did too many things from people from Wales that I wouldn't remember. He absolutely bent him in half. Knocked him out, I think. Told you the Jerome not the Jerome, um, the Jerry Collins story about how he played for a rugby club in Wales. No. His second grade. He just wanted a game. 
Really? So he's at, he's at the pub. Someone asked him, do you fancy a game tomorrow? When was this? Oh, obviously a while ago. Right. Um, but it was while he was going overseas. So he just, he was, I think he was moving from New Zealand to right. play overseas. Um, and he was in Wales. I think it was Wales. I'm pretty sure it was Wales. And um, someone asked him at the pub as a joke, do you want to come play for the boys tomorrow? And he said, oh, yeah, what time is the game? And and he, the guy turned up, said to his friends, ah, ha, ha, you know, saw this Jerry Collins. Happened, yeah. And he turned up. Really? Yeah, he was actually, I, I know the story now. Um, he was wanting to play or he was going to play for the Barbarians. Right. And obviously he wanted a bit of a game before he tried yes. to out for the Barbarians. So we went and played, went and played for this club, random. Oh, How amazing is that? So scary to play against him. <laughs> Jeez. Mate, this is tough for me. Michael Jones has got to start. Okay. He's got to start. Now, is this because Michael Jones was one of the best rugby's, rugby players of all time? Yes. But I've got to say, modern game I was has just games changed. Say. But he's good enough if he was Not playing. Big enough. If he was playing now. Not big enough. He'd get cut right, in half. Talking rubbish. Anyway. He'd get cut in half. If he was playing now, he'd be stronger, fitter. Cut in half. Right. He'd be injured. Then <laughs> I am going to say Kane off the bench. But I mean, it hurts me to say that uh, Jerry Collins is not going to be part of my. The late Jerry Collins. Yeah, it's not going to be part of the unit. Wow. That's huge. Because back in those days when he was playing, we were truly feared, Who? weren't we? When, when uh, Jerry Collins was playing, yeah, the All Blacks were feared, probably like the box a little bit. I yeah. feared. When it can, you play the box and you're like, oh, we're going to be in for a real tough old day yes. out, you know. Um, and when you were playing Jerry Collins, you knew if you got you're caught really by hurt. him, you're just looking over your shoulder, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Who can I pass to? Mate, got another one. And this is from Brett. Yeah, and he says um, he doesn't want it to be read out. No, and we're not going to go, or, but I have to mention it because I thought it was such a good idea. I, I think we should mention the game. We should mention the game, yeah. and then we should say what we would do, what what words we might okay. pick out, okay? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, Brett, hopefully I get this right, Brett. During lockdown, you know, we all, didn't we? We all looked for things to pass the time. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and Brett- I got very good at things. <laughs> <laughs> Brett came up with a drinking game associated with the podcast, <laughs> which I thought was fantastic. And depending on what we said, it would you'd have to do so many drinks. Yes. Okay. So, um, we're not going to mention too much of it, but it was really good. Um, it was a really good idea. So, but I was thinking, what words would you pick out? Yeah, village, village, hundred <laughs> percent. And I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I know. It's not yeah. in there. Uh, but I liked um, big unit, big boy. That yeah, was a funny yeah. one. Uh, I would probably. Um, if we bagged someone as in like Owen Farrell yes. or Geordie Barrett. Yeah, bang Although that you in. like Geordie Barrett now. No, you like Owen uh, Farrell. Remember Sometimes. That? <laughs> only, when he, only when he speaks what, to me. Cause question nice for guy. you though. Six points, six drinks. Yeah. What would be your ultimate phrase? We don't say very often that you think we'd be worth six drinks. Me oh my boomfa. <laughs> Not that one? No. Oh. He showed my toe the Roman sandal. <laughs> yes, thank you. I do. <laughs> I really enjoy that saying. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, so thank you very much, Brett. You also go on and... Um, and on, and on. No, and on. not it. Don't be like that. And on. He has a really good question in here. Uh, he says about England, actually. He talks about England, how he, how he didn't know why he dislikes England. But he just does. But, but it was when they lost the World Cup final and they ripped off the silver medals and they wouldn't wear them, that it was confirmed why he does not like England. Yes. His, uh, his wife likes Bernard Foley, oh. and she'll be happy. I know. Because he's back. He's back. He is back. Um, but he does go on to say uh, about um, answering his questions... Oh, he likes uh, Tony Johnson. Yeah, he thinks so we, we should, should base base our commentary on him. I think he's right. I think he's right. The golden tonsils, the rock star. He the is, rock star. mate. It's time for breaking news. Kindly supported by our Patreon members. members. Hey, if you want to join the Patreon clang, then just click the link below. And remember, if you do join, you'll be first to listen to us absolutely annihilate. 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 Uh, some rugby commentary coming up with the Bledisloes. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Right, mate. Your first story. My first story. Now, uh, I've just got to find it first. Conrad Smith. Yes. Conrad Smith. Yeah, brilliant you, player. Yes. Brilliant player. I uh, think now, I know the story because I almost... Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, now, he is... Um, uh, now with sort of a not a company but a what's the word sort of anyway doesn't matter he is um, setting out with other players and officials and things like that to uh, help out with brain issues in rugby yes so early onset of dementia yeah um, and <clears throat> obviously he went to university and did law, so yeah. he's got a bit of a background on the law side of it. So that's why he's uh, in that sort of team. It goes on to say that uh, he could have done anything after coaching, could have just retired and not done anything, but he's picked or chosen to go uh, with this group. Um, but then it sort of went on to say, now I've just got to try and find the actual... It went on to say that not all rugby players are going to have early onset dementia or even dementia in general, or they're not going to get injured. It's it's part of, in a way, it's part of the game. Yeah, I mean... And I'm not saying that dementia is part of the game. I'm saying that... A lot of people are, though. A lot lot of people people are, are, yes. But then you think about NFL or other contact sports there's always things that are part of the game and I'm again I'm not saying that dementia is part of rugby because it's an awful thing that happens um, but then you could say something about football you know they have knee or ankle injuries after they you know retire or you could say that about NBA they've got big knee problems or leg problems or hip problems when they leave NBA. So it's it's part of the game. It's Again, part, there is a risk. 
I'm reiterating that I'm not saying dementia is part of the game. No, but what you, but you, what you're saying is there is a risk. Oh, there's a huge risk. There's a risk. But again, Conrad Smith and this collection of people are trying to sort this out. You know, what can they do to rugby to stop it from becoming, becoming part of the game? Exactly. Absolutely. So, what I would say here is, I think the really difficult thing is if you look at those people who are coming out now with early onset dementia, they're all all of a certain age, aren't they? They're all at around about 42, a little bit older, or a little bit younger, okay? But we're only talking about people in about roughly their 40s, okay? So which years do you think that is? Do you think that sort of late... Like that, that is nineteen. That that is basically nineties or early two thousands or that is 2000s. the transition between amateur to professional. Yes, and this is mm, the big question: is when we played amateur sport, we haven't heard about this early onset dementia. Okay, we haven't heard about players that are in their fifties or sixties now necessarily getting dementia. But what we are hearing is this early onset. What the time will tell, but it did seem like going from the amateur game to the professional game, what they did is they trained like amateurs every day of the week. Yes. And they did context, uh, contact sessions every day of the week. It was just really poorly thought out for a start. So, Of course, because it was a new... It was a new professional sport, That's right. so they, they didn't know what to do and how to do it. Well, what they did was they went, on a Tuesday, we do a contact session, and on a Thursday, we do a contact session, and now we've got them all the time, so we'll do a contact session Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We might take Friday off, and obviously now, that's so different. You, you're in a professional unit now, and they might just do one contact session a week Yeah, but full yeah, contact. But, you know, yeah, not even full concert. No, so they wear big pads and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, so, so therefore, what will be interesting is seeing in 10 years' time whether or not 40-year-olds are still getting early onset yes, dementia. Yes, and that's why I sort of was thinking timeline-wise, when do you think it was? Because they're basically my age. Yeah. My age now are really struggling. Do Slightly you, older, slightly younger. Yeah. Do you think that there are more people getting knocked out now in rugby? Well, that is that is a massive. I or yeah. do you think there were more people back? I def hundred percent. I'll tell you now, hundred percent. A lot more people were getting knocked out and continuing continuing to play back in the day. Yes. Okay. And I think that is from from my understanding that is the issue. Yes. If you get a knock to the head and you continue playing and get another knock to the head, that's when you have real problems. Yes. Hence why in the NFL, they have lots of problems because, you know, in that defensive line, when they're knocking heads all the time and they're doing it, or they used to do it in training all the time, they had a lot of problems. They've now come up with ways that they minimize contact well, in they training. Well, don't do, they, don't, they don't do contact. No. They, they, I mean, you know, they've got a load of things that yeah. they do. And I think we're finding that with rugby as well. What is interesting is how many amateur players are coming out with on, early onset dementia. I haven't heard of any. No. But it obviously is happening. 
but I think it's far less. So, you know, what's the tipping point is my question. If you didn't play professional rugby, are you safer? Safer? And I would say 100%. You're safer, aren't you? Yeah. Because you're training twice a week, you're playing on the weekend, you know. And they're not as big or strong. fast yeah. or strong. Anyway, so he, he, he then goes on to say, you always get, get criticised about the state of the game. I was speaking to a bunch of ex-players who'd played in the 70s. They were bemoaning the quality of play and I had to stop them and say, how can you criticise the play? I used to watch you playing games that ended 9-6. <laughs> I had to laugh at that. I had to laugh. Yes. Uh, yeah, so. And if you watch games from way back, it doesn't even look like rugby, does it? No, it's like a mixture of basketball. and <laughs> some terrible skills coming out. I've got quite an interesting... I try to keep away from New Zealand as much as possible in my news. Um, another referee has ditched the whistle to become a consultant for a professional side. Oh, I um, I did see that, actually. Who is it? It's um, a French bloke, Maximine. He wasn't very good at refereeing then, no. was he? Um, he's joining Breve. But I thought it was quite interesting because we've seen, actually, this happening a lot more, where referees are retiring from refereeing maybe going into coaching roles, uh, maybe going into consultancy roles. And it does seem like perfect sense, doesn't it? That actually, if you're, if you're um, coaching and you're coaching technical elements to the game, that you have a referee overseeing and saying, oh no, you can't do that, you get picked up for that. Or these are the new rules I've heard on the, that are coming through next year. Let's start working with those now. That's what NFL teams do. Yeah. They get, well, and NBA, they get um, the referees to come into training sessions. But also it's, actually, I don't think, I don't think they bring them in. I think the refereeing organization put put referees in because they do it for NBA as well. Well, And it keeps the referees sharp. The NZRFU. Do the same thing. Yes. So the, the referees go into there and they're associated with the club and they'll go and advise them. But I did think it was interesting. I'm not sure whether or not I would want to referee these days. Because when when do you hear of people going, you had a good game? It depends which team you're on. But even in the winning team, it's like the other day we were bagging them, weren't we? It's terrible. <laughs> Maybe it's because there's not many really good referees anymore. You know, well, we, like, we spoke about it last week, didn't we? And we thought that Wayne Wayne Barnes was no, excellent. Yeah, Wayne Barnes was excellent. Yeah. And then we couldn't really think of anyone else. I mean, there's lots lots of referees that have good games. I mean, I would say uh, Yako Piper is a good referee. Yes, yeah. But he he did have some had some sloppy decisions, and that's the problem. It's so difficult. Uh, refereeing is so difficult because when you're refereeing. It is very hard to see everything, for one. And then secondly, uh, everything's happening at really, really quick there's, pace. There's four of them. There's four yeah, sets I understand, of eyes. But that's the problem. Sometimes you don't want them to see little things, and they do. Now, just let it play on. You've got f- four sets of eyes all looking, and they're, they're all picking out things because the rules are so ambiguous. 
Wow, that's a ambiguous. That's a big word. Yeah, I said it wrong for a start. <laughs> <laughs> you made it bigger. A few syllables bigger. <laughs> so there you go, mate. That's my first story. Worcester Warriors. Oh, I know. That's my second story, I think. Is but it? Anyway, go on. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, well, I've got it. Um, were facing mm. 35-point sanction because the club was entering administration. Yeah. Wavered. It's been gone. So they're not going to get docked those points. Uh, and the rugby union have said there's no fault. And it had something to do with the pandemic. Uh, so basically, for those that don't know, the club are going into, well, they look like they're going into administration. Yes, because and this is hu- the Worcester Warriors. Because they've got a huge tax bill that they need to pay. The HMRC have come in and gone, um, sc- excuse me, Worcester Warriors. Hello. <laughs> you boys have been a bit naughty and you haven't paid your tax. Do you know I hate I hate the I hate doing I've got to do self returns, and I hate them awful. You think why oh, do you have to do self returns? Because I had you know some extra income on the side, you know. The podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so they 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 are going to be facing administration by the looks of it. I think hopefully what I'd love to see is the fans, the fans putting their hands in the pockets. And buying a bit of the club, like yeah. we've seen in football. Who who's done it in football? Uh, lots of teams lower down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name any, but I think Worcester Warriors because I went to their six-way stadium. It's actually fantastic. Is it really, really great stadium? So basically, they, what's they, it called? Six ways. Oh, I want to go. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can go on their six ways, mate. Um, so. Yeah, it's really, it's it's fantastic. It's a great stadium. And, and that, that's what they're going to lose by the looks of it. But they've already had like their training ground kind of taken off them. I think the, you know, the, the bailiffs came in. <laughs> really? The <laughs> <And> tax man. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Can I have the keys for the training ground, please? It belongs to us. I'm going to close. So I think the they've had their, their um, yeah, they've, they've had their, their training ground taken off them. Uh, well, it looks like Six Ways might be next. Really? Mm. Well, anyway, just a few more uh, things to touch on as well. Uh, Schmidt has obviously gone into uh, assistant coach yes. of the All Blacks, and there's just a little thing here. It's scary. It's a scary thought what he can do. Now that's from an uh, an ex Leinster and Blues player. Mm. Good things, I think. Very good things. Good things. Uh, And then we've got um, Bernard Foley Mm. has come in and uh, O'Connor's out. I told you, didn't I? I told you you and you went, no, no, no. I I don't. Did I say no, no, no? You did. You said, oh, no, no, no. He won't be playing. He was, yeah, I did say that. I think, uh, and I, you said no, I said no, he would be no. And you, um, you actually said no, no, no. You said three no's. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Well, I put my hand up and say <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah, he's coming in. Good player. Yes. Needs. I can. I think he'll start. Unless Quay Cooper's fit. No, no Quay Cooper's gone for six months. Oh, it, it gone for six months. Yeah, it's Achilles, mate. Done. Oh, unlucky. Yeah. Yes, I think Bernard Foley will start. Might as well dive into that now. Um, Australia, South Africa. Yeah. 
South Africa haven't won in Australia for I think something like nine years really? or something like that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Long time, nine games, maybe. Let's not say nine years. Um, but you know, I feel really sorry for Australia because they were tracking really nicely, and then it's kind of like. Who are the five or six most important players that you have that you would not like to get injured? I'm going to go and injure them. <laughs> so they're all going to go. And what what could have been an amazing season where you take back the Bledisloe, you know, you win the rugby championship, it's all gone. You could have beaten England, you know. Uh, they could have... Just think of this, this, this um, time for them. If they'd beaten England... They could have beaten them 3-0 if they had had all their players there. Maybe, let's say, 2-1, two, two right? They then would have gone in and they would have trounced uh, Argentina twice. Yeah. Potentially gone and opened up like they did last year, the Saffirs, and then beaten beaten the Kiwis and taken back the Blitzo Cup. All of that could have happened that I just don't think is going to get anywhere near happening. No, I don't think so. Um, I think they might be able to open up the Argies. Oh, no, sorry, not Argies. They've been cut in half. The, the box. Argies. I think they could win a game against the box. Because they're at home. Yep. You just look at their team, though. Just too many, too many young'uns in there now. That's the hidden, hence the reason why he's brought back Foley. Correct. Cause and maybe Kirtley Beal. Yeah. But Curtly, Curtly's past his prime, isn't he? By a long, long way. Well, so is probably Bernard Foley. No, I think at 10 you can get away with it. You can direct play. Just imagine Foley with Karevi. Karevi's the biggest. I mean, Hooper, Karevi, Cooper, those three players are the ones that you'd say they're your best kind of... Hooper, poop, scooper. You know, and they've all gone. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if Michael Hooper comes back for the bladders low. But It'll yeah. be interesting. Will be interesting. Mate, results. The only one I've got is uh, the ladies, uh, New Zealand ladies, trouncing the Australian team, which is a really disappointing game. But what yes. caught your eye? What caught my eye? Well, there's just another news story here, and I, I want to get your opinion on it. And okay. it's kind of a, what caught my eye a little bit. All black... Jack Goodhue to undergo knee surgery. Now, mm. is that a good thing or a bad thing? Good thing. Good thing that he's gone? <laughs> no, I think it's... I hate Jack Goodhue. I Moving like, on. I like Jack Goodhue. Just stop. I like Jack Goodhue, but I think it's a great thing that's happened for New Zealand because Rico's there. Yes. And and, and we, we've said it for a while. We're, we're Rico fans. Jack Goodhue was not fast enough. No. Was not skilled enough. Jack Goodhue is like Conrad Smith. No, he is. No, he's a, he's a bits and pieces player who does his job very well, but he's nothing to write home about. But if you know rugby he is well, nothing like if Conrad you Smith. You know rugby well. You know that Jack Goodhue offers a lot, which he isn't given credit for. It's like Sam Kane, right? But my point is. He's a safe pair of hands. We don't need safe pairs of hands now. We need Rico, game time, opportunity to reach his potential. Do you remember when Jack Goodhue... You got burned. <laughs> he's, coming twice, back. he's coming back, didn't he, from a hamstring oh, injury. Gone. Why is he playing? <laughs> so funny. 
Anyway, what caught my eye? DMAC, back in New Zealand. Yeah, great, isn't it? Lamape, back in New Zealand. But DMAC didn't miss a kick. Wow. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, could you could you fit him into your side, though, now? Do you think that the All Blacks will have him back? I'm not sure they will, mate. Is he better than Geordie Barrett? At fullback? Yeah. yeah 100%. Well, but he, but, but, he, but he ain't going to replace him. Why not? Because Geordie Barrett kicks from 60. And that's the only reason why we've got Geordie Barrett. No, Geordie Barrett is a good player. Yes. He's good under the high ball. Yeah. Um, he showed he was good in defence. D-Mac can kick. D-Mac can kick, but D-Mac can only kick like Richie Moanga can kick. Do you know what I mean? Like, not huge distance. So if you were asking me, do I want D-Mac on the bench? I, I, do you know what? I disagree with you. I think D-Mac's got a toe. He's got a big toe. He's got a decent toe, but not, not a Geordie big, Barrett toe. No, well, not many in world rugby do. Well, that's the point. That's my yeah, point, exactly. I'm sorry, but are we going to go for a kick three points from 60 metres? World Cup final. The game's we, on the, games have on we done that in the last yes. two? Yes, we have. When? Geordie Barrett's done it a few times. Smashed him over from about 55. When? Oh, what against tests? Australia. Against Australia? Yeah. Okay. So, not in the last year. My point is big matches. Uh, your when point, you need, you've got a rubbish point. And it's a threat as well. Your the other, point can is I just dross. say, the other thing is it's the threat. Because if you've got guys that can bush it over, right, from 60, then He's people, not accurate enough. He is accurate enough. He's a really accurate <laughs> kicker. Accurate. <laughs> Can't get my words out today. Uh, he, no, he is, mate. You, you, I know. You, I know you're talking a good game here, and I do like DMAC, and he brings something special, right? But he's not that kicker. We, Geordie Barrett. He's not. No, you're right. He's not a big kicker like Geordie Barrett. He's not a big kicker. Yeah. But when you've got Richie Mwanga, who's injured. He's not injured. No, he's not. Oh, when he's injured. Bowden Barrett's injured. <laughs> no, he's not. He's 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 potentially in doubt for the first Argentinian game. Oh right. Well you yeah. I can see that then. He could he is currently playing at ten. Yeah. I could for see that. Waikato. I could see that. So he is a utility back. He is a utility back. Play on the wing, play at full so back or play at ten. Could he be could and he it, be on the bench? Yeah, maybe. You're right. You're always I right. I just like D-Mac. That's all. I'm just trying to fight his corner. Anyway, mate, what caught you all right? Uh, Ian Foster keeps his job and the reasons why. Okay, so we all know that he's kept his job. I think if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know that, then, you know, where have you been? Where have you been? Um, but why? And I've got a bit of information. I've done some digging, sir. I've rung a few people who are in the know. I didn't know you could use a phone. Yeah, it's called Google. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Google. it seems like the real key moments were the head hunt show from the NZRFU. He went over to South Africa to oversee um, what was going on. Okay, over there. After the first test match, the decision was made no matter what happened in the last game, he was getting binned. So they'd seen him before they left for South Africa. They'd sat Fozzie down and they'd said, Fozzie, 
You're going. You need a game. You need to win a game, mate. If you don't win a game, you're gone. Wow. They watched the first game and they were like, that was dribble. You're gone. They made the decision. Really? I believe they spoke to Razor Robinson. I believe they spoke to Razor Robinson and they said, would you be prepared to take on the job? Razor said yes. Decision was made that he was going to get binned. All right. They then go on to win at Alice Park. Great comeback story. Uh, and what happens was two other things happened. So when he was walking around, a number of senior players went up to him and said, you can't bin Fozzie. We're behind him. We believe in him. Right, so that's the first thing. Second thing was between the, that game the Alice game and getting back to New Zealand, he had convinced Joe Smith to come from off-field advisor yep. to backs coach, attack coach. And I and I believe, from my research, that that game plan, attacking game plan, come from Joe Smith. So the way that they played, the way that they played a completely different game than we'd seen before, uh, all come from Joe Smith. So basically, Joe Smith has now been pushed onto that and said, right, you need to, I need you. I need you to do it. Those two things convinced the board that they now have the team in place that can win the World Cup. The coaching team. Coaching team. Wow. I believe if he hadn't got Joe Smith to come from behind, to, he might not have kept his job. Wow. And actually... We talk about, you know, being good at whatever you do. You're often not the best. So you need to then hire people who are better than you. And Fozzie's done that well. You look at it, well, not not originally, has he? Not originally. But to have now yeah, the, the changes that he's made yeah, to get Joe Smith involved, you know, to Scott get... Scott Ryan. Scott... Uh, no. What's his name? Jason Ryan. Jason Ryan, sorry. Yeah, Ryan. To get him involved. Yeah. You know... Top top quality people involved. And the forwards looked loads better. Yeah, and the backs looked more structured, or all of them looked more structured. Everyone knew what they were doing. Um, so what's Fozzie actually doing? Well, this is the great thing: as a head coach, you should just be directing. I think half his issue was, and I, and I hate to say it because I don't know John Plumtree. You know, I don't know who's him. John Plumtree. <laughs> Plumtree, Dumtree, Dumtree, yeah. <laughs> Is it John? Did you know he? Yes, it is. He's got no job. He's, he's got a job. Where where was that? Do you know where it is? What? Do you, where where is he gone? Yes. He's gone to Russia or something? No, he's gone to Manawatu. two. Oh, for goodness' sake! Yeah, oh, well, fantastic. Lamarco's going to flourish <laughs> under his. Uh, well, his he was. Care. I think wasn't he there with um, hurricanes with him? Oh, terrible! eh? terrible. The hurricanes didn't have any structure, but I think after she was the. The selections were all over the yeah. place. And now Smith and Ryan are in on the selection panel. Are they both? So you've got Fozzie, Smith, and Brilliant. Ryan. So you've got a Ford's coach and a Beck's coach picking the team. Saying, these are the guys that I want. And Fozzie will go, all right. Brilliant. <laughs> and by all, fantastic, by all accounts, though. Fozzie's a good bloke. I've never met him. So, you know, by all accounts, he's a really solid... And that's why the players like him, because he's yes. a good guy. Yeah. You know, he cares about his players. And maybe his problem was 
he just didn't have the the coaches around him to do the job that because you know maybe he's he, too loyal to them as well. I think he probably was. I think he probably and maybe was. that's half the problem with the selection as well. He's loyal to the players, certain players, certain players, and he kept on giving them a game. But mm. then you think about the front row. Yeah. Yeah. Well, big changes now, isn't there? Cody Taylor. See you, bud. Jason Ryan's come in and said, "I want this. I want this." Smith's come in and said, "We need to do this. We need Huge. to do this. It's worked." Okay. Well, well, the thing is, is that we've we've had one win. Yeah, we've had one win, and Let's we think we're see. God beaters again. No, we don't. Well, you do. No, I, I do don't. not. Okay. Well, we don't. We don't. But but other people do, and it's like, come on. It's like I well, know. Prime I example. Know. Was last night there was soccer football on Manchester United versus Liverpool. Everyone was bagging Everyone Manchester United. Everyone hated Manchester United. They won. Oh, we're going to win the league. <laughs> yeah, no. And normally that's not what we do in New Zealand. No, is it? We but were the media, more, normally a little bit more like, you People know, we're, we're, we're either rubbish for longer or we're 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 brilliant for longer. And it normally takes us to get, you know, really bad results for everyone to throw the pram out. So it'll be interesting to see how we actually go against Argentina. Hugely interesting because Argentina their are no mugs are fabulous. Yes, their forwards are fabulous. Uh, just a question, which is South African selection under question. So <clears throat> it seems like uh, Neibar. I think that's, that's they're getting uh, two. They're getting rid of two, aren't they? For the first only, yeah, only two changes or something like that. So. Very interesting because this half, is half back. Faf de Klerk's come in, I think. Yeah, oh, well, he had bad knock to the head, didn't he, in that first test? So he, yeah, that, so he's come back. Yeah, but you know they had a, they've taken a lot of stick for losing to Wales when they changed the team, made something like twelve changes. They've got a lot of stick now for losing against New Zealand in a game at Alice Park where they history they made changes that did not work. Dwayne well, Newland and. And the hooker changing yeah. when 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 the week before, you know, Malcolm Marks gets player of the of the game because he was so good, and then he gets benched. So very interesting, very interesting. My, my question to you is: Let's say they did talk to Razor, and they did say, "Would you do it?" And he goes, "Yeah, of course I would do it." And then basically gets told he's going to do it, right? And then now he's not doing it. What would you do if you're Razor? Would you throw your toys so far out of your pram? No, I'd I'd go <laughs> go to Scotland. <laughs> I'd go England. Would you? Because the idea is that that basically Eddie Jones might have a handover period with the, with the new coach, so they might be in a position where they can sign Razor now to already kind of nail that up, sew that on. But I tell you, how good would he be in England? It'd be scary, wouldn't it? Scary. I don't want it to happen. Mate, it's time for listeners' questions. Yes. The Razzler the Dazzler's got a great listeners' question. Oh, okay. I did think it was Razzler the Dazzler because it was so long. <laughs> oh, it's not that long. No, it's not. So the question is, Manonu <laughs> is by far and away the superior sideline commentator over the sunny Bill Williams. Yeah, how poor is Sonny Bill on the sideline? I like uh, how he's done Sonny with a dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good touch, actually. He's more composed, articulate, and actually provides 
game with strategic insight instead of commentating on players' hairdos. Now, my only issue here is... Hey, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> he's got good hairdo in the front row, eh? Yes. That's exactly what we'll be doing. Yeah. We'll be <laughs> <laughs> that is a bullet haircut. <laughs> um, but who is the better centre? Who would you want in the AB side if you're coaching in a big game and why? Can we just go with the first one? Manoni was excellent on TV. But I like Sonny Bill because he offers me humour. <laughs> no, do you know what? It makes me embarrassed to be a New Zealander no, no. listening to Sonny it Bill ma- Williams. It gives me confidence that we may do a better job compensating. <laughs> but so, so they're both sideline, aren't they? Well, Marnoni just did one game, didn't he? Right, and, did and he, he did well. Did I think he? he did two games actually. Did really well, and he just looks imposing. <laughs> He's scary. He's scary. I. Shall I go first? With the 100% you go first. Ma'anonu. Yeah, but same for me. Yeah. It's a terrible question, Razzler Dazzler. Yeah. You should already know this answer. Yes. I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Um, why? Uh, composure, safe, but attacking, brilliant. Like you said, he's a presence. He is imposing. Like, like his commentary, right? Sonny Dollar Bill Williams, right? Um, is all over the shop. Thinks about haircuts, whereas Nonu is a rugby brain. Yes. And he improved his game hugely from when he first started. Remember when he used to wear eyeliner on the wing? Loved it. I loved it too. <laughs> he was quick. But when he moved in to the centres... He's something else, wasn't he? Oh. Something else. Change the game. Yeah, brilliant. Control the game. He has the ability to kick, pass, run. Yeah. And as a defender... And you don't know which, what he's going to be doing. Scary. It's pretty tough. Yeah. You just hope he's not going to run. Yes. Kick it. Pass it. Pass. 100%. Please, please, please. I'm really glad you've improved your game. Remember the day when he just ran over Tovia? <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, thank God he's kicking it. Right. My question to you. What is Fozzie thinking? Right now. Yeah. I've got... I've got more money in the bank. Thank you very much. I feel like um, I've got a job. No, I think it's a great opportunity. Like, you know, let's be honest to say, he was one game away from being binned off and being forever remembered as the worst All Blacks coach of all time. Yes. If he had lost his job, he would have gone down in history as being the worst All Blacks coach of all time. He now could still go down but he's got a chance and, he, and he's got time. He's got the World Cup and he has now got two coaches that we know of and have, you know, got a bit of history of. Yes. Who are categorically very good. I've heard that Greg Feek's pretty decent as well. I don't know much about McLeod, um, but those two. What, what's McLeod? One of their two roles. Well, Greg, this is a weird thing. Greg Feek uh, is a Ford's coach. So, you know, Jason Ryan's a Falls coach. Um, McLeod's a defence coach. And right. I think, to be fair, he's probably done a pretty decent job. Defence was pretty good on the weekend. Yeah, I think the New Zealand defence is, is not bad. So, um, what's he thinking? Uh, if I was him, I'd be thinking, brilliant. I've got now to work up. And I've got and I've got really high-quality coaches. Yes. Who I think, and he's got the players. Yes. Do you know what I mean? He's got players, and now he's got the coaches. He's got half a chance. It's just about making the right decisions now. And he could now, and I know I'm saying we're going to get binned off and whatnot, whatever, 
But he has the chance with the players and he has a chance now with the coaches to go and do well. So he won't shouldn't go down as the worst coach in history. No, and I think that's why these next four games So important. So important. You know, if we win all four, it'll be right, okay. Here we yeah. go. But if we lose three out of the four or two, two out, out of the four, four it'll be a bit mm, mm. let's see. So what do you think? Success with those four these next four tests is three out of the four? Do you think that would be a success? Or do you think it needs to be four out of four? Actually four out of four for me. Four out of four wins. It's gotta be four Anything out of four. Anything less. It's it's not it's not good enough now we can say Argentina, you know, we should beat Argentina at home. We should. Okay, so that's, we should. If, if we lost to Argentina at home, that would be never happened before, okay? It hasn't happened before. No, okay, so we should do that. But I'm not saying we will, I'm saying we should. That's the expectation. Yes. Australia, with their injuries, we should beat them. Yes. So if they don't, they've had a shocker, in my opinion. Okay. Especially after the way that they played last weekend. Yeah, I'm seeing it. My question to you, would you rather pick your own seats or be in the corporate box for a World Cup match? I'd rather be in my, I'd rather pick my own seats Mm. because then I could be in the atmosphere around other people, but I'd have good view. Where would those seats be, Toby? I'm glad you asked me, Damo. (laughs) I would like to be on halfway, about halfway up the first set of stand or the first stand. It's a great spot, that isn't it? You don't you don't want to be pitch side, do you? No, because then you. I'd almost maybe not halfway, maybe a bit higher, because then I can see. I've got a better angle. Mm -hmm. I can see. uh, I've never ever 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 had good seats like that no neither have i i've had you know there's been like times where i've been watching games and there's a stand and i'll go up to that position and what a place to watch yeah but i've never done that in a big match no i've no, always wanted I. to i've yeah. always looked at them and gone oh i'd love to be there i might just sit on the stairs you're right that court box is too far up yeah too far up but then ugh, i don't know there but yeah you don't really get the whole atmosphere of people around you i know you get the atmosphere of the stadium but I'd rather be in it. Yeah. Halfway. Um, quite high, actually. Do you know what I want to do also? Quite high. Do you know what I want to do also? What's that? I want to go to the toilet with a lot of other people. I, I don't go to... shoulder <laughs> to shoulder, pissing <laughs> in the urinal. <laughs> I don't want to have my own... You know, I, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just sit at home watching on a big screen. Correct. Now, if I want to have, have some fancy food, then I'll, I'll do, do it at home. home. I want to go to a rugby game. I want to have my pie and my chips. You when want a DC, I, when I, I'll have a pie. When I, when I used to drink, I'd want my beer, right? And I used to love it. Great. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to have caviar and, you know, those no. little things that you need 25 of them to fill you up. A canapé. Canapé. And you don't want a champagne. Oh, no. no. Wasted on me. <laughs> <laughs> All tastes Most same. things are wasted on me, to be honest. Mate, it's time for the end of the show show. Now, I've got prediction. So I'm going to ask you, sir, to predict 
what's going to happen between now and then for these teams. Okay? You have to give me your thoughts. So now is now, and then is the World Cup final. Okay. Okay. So what's going to happen to France between now and then? Ah, France now are obviously very good. Um, I think that they'll make the semi-final. And lose. And lose. And go out crying in front of home fans. Yes. Okay. Australia. Oh, not so good now. I think that the injuries will take a toll on them. I think they'll still do okay, but it'll take a toll on them. Um, And then World Cup... I think they'll be sort of quarterfinal, semi-final, probably. I'm going to go even further, and I'm going to say Dave Rennie's going to come under huge scrutiny. Right? <laughs> scrutiny. Scrutiny. <laughs> God, what's that to um, He's going to come at huge pressure. Yep. And all the players are going to come back, and they're going to turn on for the World Cup, and yep. they're going to make the semis. Like it. I like it. Okay. I hope, I hope that happens. Saffers. Oh, they're good now. And they'll be good at the World Cup. I think they may fall off a bit before the World Cup, and they'll come back strong. Not I think time. Not enough time. I think they'll not fall. Enough time no, no. To what, come I, back. what I mean is, I think they'll fall off just going into the World Cup, and then everyone will be going, "Oh, I'm not sure." And then when they get the team together and they're there for like eight weeks together, over the World Cup, they get better and better and better and better. They're, they'll always be like that, though. Yeah. All right, England. Oh, rubbish now, rubbish at the world. <laughs> Thanks for coming, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't even know when their next game is. Autumn Internationals? Yeah. Right. Um, England will always be decent. Yeah. They'll be decent um, at the Autumn Internationals at the end of the year. They'll be decent at the World Cup. I think that they will get beaten in the quarterfinals. Okay. Last but not least, New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, I would love to say that they are going to win the next four games. Say it, man. Say it. I would love to say they'll win all of the Autumn Internationals. Say it. Especially beating England. And I would love to say we're going to win the World Cup. Uh, I think we'll do, I think we'll win the next four games. Yeah. I think we will potentially slip up in one or two of the Autumn Internationals and it will be a bit of a reality check. Mm-hmm. Because I think everyone will be like, oh, brilliant, we're back on track. We've won four games, two against Argentina, two against Australia. We beat South Africa. And then I think we'll we'll slip up somewhere. Yeah, be a reality check that yep. we need. Yes, and then I think uh, we'll be good for the World Cup, either semi final or final. I agree with pretty much everything you've said. Yeah. <clears throat> Only thing I would say is there is the potential for New Zealand has had that reality check now. You know they've had it, it's smashed them in the face. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right with that. Ireland. With um, South Argentina well. last year, you know, people like wrote off last year a little bit. Yep. Oh, on the, you know, whatever, a long trip and Argentina COVID. 
this year it's like bang okay we've got real problems yes so there is a potential for us not to win the next four games no I to totally have a agree. little bit of up and down yeah and then to go through and actually do better overseas um so my take would be maybe we don't win all four maybe we win two people are real on the back but we do well uh you know in the autumn internationals It'll but i do think we'll come right for the world cup i don't think we'll make the final i'd love us to make the final i'd love us to win the final but if i had to put money on it i wouldn't because i'd never bet against new zealand mm. um unlike you um then i would say maybe we'd just get tipped over okay in the semis Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm sort of saying. It was semi yeah. or final. And I think if we make that final, then we'll win it. But it's getting there. That'll be the problem. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure we will. Mm. Depends who we meet, really, isn't it? It depends who we meet. So it'll be interesting. It will be. Mate, it's always a pleasure in the show with you. We've, how, we've gone. Can, how can supporters support us? They can uh, email in. Okay. God, you're not very good at this, are They you? can subscribe. Yes, they can. They can go on Patreon. They can. Link is below. And But most importantly, just email in. We love oh, a good we email. Love em- Brett we is love. becoming one of my favourites. Oh, Brett, Jason, Fozzie. Yeah. Fozzie? Fozzie? <laughs> Ray, oh. oh. The Razzler, the Dazzler. Wow. <laughs> it's great. Ben Zealand. Yep. Brilliant. Yep, love it. Brilliant. Bring it on. Yep. Uh, and if you're a long-time listener... Be a first-time email. I agree. Be a first-time email. I agree. This show is nothing without you because we've got nothing good to say. Really, let's be honest, have we? Do you know what I mean? All we do is read Razzler's email and then <laughs> just <laughs> and just go, yeah, thanks for that, Razzler. <laughs> read it. I need someone to read it for me that long. <laughs> okay, anyway, mate, until next time, wouldn't do the show with anyone else. See you later. Unless I had to. <laughs> Podcast Network.